This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. They are running as independents. That is the much-anticipated decision from former Liberal MPs Jody Wilson-Raybould and Jane Philpott this morning. They held press conferences within a half hour of each other, one in Vancouver, the other in Markham, Ontario. First, in Vancouver, where Jody Wilson-Raybould made the announcement. As an independent, I will be truly free to take the guidance of the citizens of Vancouver-Granville and to represent you. I will not have to try and convince myself that just because the way it has always been done means that it must continue to be done that way. And not long after that, Jane Philpott laid out her plans in front of her constituents in Markham. I know you're all wondering what color I was going to wear today. And I didn't want to give anyway a hint. So I am going to run in the federal election as an independent candidate for the people of Markham Stouffville. That's so true about the colors. There was so much speculation over the weekend about what this decision might be. But now let's talk about the repercussions of this, what this might mean for the larger political picture. Joining us now, Global News Chief Political Correspondent David Aiken. Good morning, David. Morning, Simi, and I'm, I'm on Parliament Hill right now, about 20 feet from Elizabeth May, where she is reacting to this announcement this morning. And as you can appreciate, she's disappointed because, as we heard in this press conference, both Jody Wilson-Raybould and Jane Philpott had many discussions with Elizabeth May, who was quite active trying to recruit both of them to run as Green Party candidates. And the big question, of course, that we just had, and again, this is just seconds ago, Elizabeth May speaking to uh, reporters here on Parliament Hill is, Elizabeth May does not have the power under the Green Party Constitution to say that she will not run a candidate Uh against Jody Wilson-Raybould. She doesn't have that power, but she hopes not to campaign against him. In other words, it's going to be up to the Green Party Riding Association in Vancouver, Granville, where Jody Wilson-Raybould is running, to decide do they want to run against her or not. Looking back to the 2015 election, Jody Wilson-Raybould won the riding by a pretty substantial margin. She got about 45%. And then the NDP, NDP uh, candidate Mira Oreck, I think former Vancouver councillor, did pretty good in second with about 26%. And the Conservative candidate had about 26%, you know, 25 and a half. So NDP and Conservatives combined did better than Wilson-Raybould as a Liberal. And the Greens were a non-factor. They only got about 3% of the vote. In This is Vancouver-Granville. So I think it's going to be a fascinating race. In Vancouver, Granville, I do mm-hmm. think, and there's a good feeling on the ground, Wilson Raybould is going to get a lot of support for her independent candidacy, but the Liberals are going to run somebody, and it's, you know, there's still a lot of, you know, died in the wool Liberals who are still on Team Trudeau. So now Wilson Raybould has to make the case why Trudeau no longer deserves the support of the 45% of voters in Van Grand who voted Liberal last time. Right. She didn't get to that today, but she's going to have to make that point at some point. And I wonder then, you mentioned, you know, the Green Party here, too. Will all of the other parties now, David, view this as a riding that is potentially up for grabs, including the Conservatives, maybe? I think absolutely. And, you know, um, just the the dynamics of the riding, of course, folks who are in Vancouver probably know where it is. It's sort of just out of the downtown, uh, or it's a big chunk of the downtown, but it's a more affluent riding. Uh, So, you know, a lot of the condo towers, a lot of people with higher incomes, and those people tend to be liberal or conservative voters. So we'll see. The conservatives are, I think, are definitely going to have a play for it. I, I don't know if the NDP right now under Jagmeet Singh is in such a strong position to challenge. 
So if there's a vote split among the people who voted liberal in 2015, I think that vote split goes to Wilson-Raybould. It may go to the Green candidate mm-hmm. should they choose to run somebody and conservatives. It's a four-way race. It's a different story for Jane Fulpott on the other side of the country at Markham Stouffville. Even though she had the popular Justin Trudeau at her back in 2015 against a very unpopular Stephen Harper, it was pretty much neck and neck against the conservatives in her riding. She won with 40, uh, 49%. The conservative got 45%. Um, it, it, she was going to have a hard time holding that riding as a liberal. And as an independent candidate, it seems almost impossible that she's going to be able to um, pull. She's going to need every one of those liberal voters to come her way as an independent and again, that just seems a very difficult task. And the conservatives have lined up candidates. They're, they're, they were gunning for that riding in any event. Now, P- David, for people who don't know what the difference is between being an independent MP and those that are affiliated with the party, what is that? What benefits are there to being an independent versus being politically related to a party? Well, this is the other thing. So, in, in, And it's a good question, Sammy, because in both of the press conferences, we heard about two women, Jody Wilson-Raybould and Jane Philpott, who want to do politics differently and fight for the things are in politics for. But here's the thing. There is no one more powerless on Parliament Hill than an independent MP. You do not get cash for resources, for staff and research. You have no chance to really table any legislation. You don't get any seats on House of Commons committees where a whole lot of important work is done. And you you might, if you're lucky, get one question, one question in question mm-hmm. period once every two weeks and media i mean we're paying attention to the movers and shakers most of the time and that is the government party the opposition party and generally not to independent mps elizabeth may has been a great notable exception she gets a lot of attention as the green leader but again the notable exception so these ind- if they win as independent mps it's hard to see how they'll get much done other than sitting in a corner in the far corner of the house of commons for four years with people really not paying a lot of attention to them. And I want to contrast something here, and this maybe goes to Jane Philpott's situation more. There's another independent MP from Saskatchewan, from Regina. His name is Aaron Weir, and he got kicked out of the NDP caucus. And Aaron Weir struggled with the idea, should I run as an independent? And he decided no. He was going to step down, not seek re-election, because he felt if he ran, he would split the progressive vote and allow the conservatives an automatic victory. That's pretty much what Jane Philpott will be doing here. She'll be splitting a, quote, progressive liberal vote in Markham, and that's going to let almost certainly a conservative win. How did and she feel there, about that? Was she asked about that? She, let's, yes, she, she sort of was asked about it, but she doesn't really have much of an answer that, you know, voters get to decide and I'll work with every party. Wilson-Raybould, too, was not asked that so much. But again, Vancouver-Granville may be a little bit different. I don't think the conservatives are an automatic it still likely would be a progressive uh, MP if it was not Wilson-Raybould. You know, it might be the Liberals, could be a new Democrat. But, but again, that's the point. Independents don't really get a whole lot done. And it's, that's the way the system's built. And again, both women spoke about how they want to change the system. Fine. Lots of candidates speak out wanting to change the system. In fact, that's exactly what the Liberals did in 2015. They were going to yeah. have electoral reform and change things. And they didn't do that. It's hard to do as a governing party. Yeah let alone as an independent MP. So what are you going to be watching for now, David? Is it that approach of what candidates could the Conservatives and the Liberals be running in these ridings? I'm going to be watching for the reaction among dyed-in-the-wool Liberals. Now, there are, certainly the two women today are personally very popular with a lot of their constituents, and they had a lot of those supporters there today. But there's been a lot of Liberals who, well, initially may have been sympathetic to the way this unfolded for Jody Wilson-Raybould, then and were disappointed in the way Trudeau handled the situation. 
at this point in time, we're, what, five months in, there's a lot of liberals sort of rolling their eyes and going, okay, we've heard enough, we know the problem, and we've seen the damage that both of these women have done Mm -hmm. to the entire liberal brand. I mean, the polls have just gone south, the conservatives are leading in the polls now, and really, it's been those two women. So I'm going to be interested to see, is this the end of it, or what will the liberal response be? My suspicion is the liberals, particularly in Van Grand, are going to be, uh, they're going to be as aggressive trying to hold that seat as any seat uh, in the Vancouver area. I'll also be interested, and we haven't heard from Joyce Murray, she's next door in Vancouver Quadra, right. Hetty Fry in Vancouver Centre. Will they be campaigning against Wilson-Raybould in Vancouver Granville? I think that's going to be an interesting development to watch as well. Was this also another indication, though, how out of the political conversation the federal NDP are at this point? Because all the talk was about them joining the Greens, not necessarily the NDP. That's true. I think that's that's a good indication. Um, I know that, I'm trying to think, which one? Yes, I think it was Wilson-Raybould. She did say that she had a conversation with uh, yes. Jagmeet Singh, but uh, it was it, it, clearly it was Elizabeth May who was uh, the more ardent suitor and uh, found the most favor. But in the end, they just didn't want to be part of party politics. And, and both both women, this is J- uh, Jody and Jane, you know, shout outs to Elizabeth May, etc. But as I said, you know, Elizabeth May just speaking to us a minute ago, uh, you know, pretty disappointed. And she, Elizabeth May was saying, it's very hard in our system to get elected outside the party process. In fact, let me give you this, Simi. I'll be a real Canadian politics nerd on you here. Okay. The last time an independent MP won in a general election was 2008. And in fact, in that election, two independents won. One in Nova Scotia, Bill Casey was running as an independent man, and uh, a guy named Andre Artur was running in Quebec as an independent. So it's 2008 was the last time. And independents, tons of them run every election, but none have won since 2008. And before that, you got to go all the way back to 1957 when a pair of independents succeeded in the general election. The odds are just very, very long against it them succeeding. Sure sounds like it. Listen, David, thank you so much for talking to us about it. Hey, no problem. Have a great afternoon. Fascinating story. That's David Aiken, our Global News Chief Political Correspondent in Ottawa with the very latest on the reaction to this.